Welcome, welcome back to another episode of the For the Healthy Host podcast. Where we talk about conscious living, self-awareness, and everything in between. I'm your host, Ree. Sunset Tim. Thank you so much for joining us and allowing us to be a part of your journey. Yes, and how you feeling today? <laughs> I'm feeling, I'm feeling, I'm feeling good, but also I'm feeling tired because I went on a run this morning. Yes, you did. Like I'm literally the tiredness is 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 coming in like literally as we speak, but feeling pretty good, feeling pretty good. What about you? I'm feeling good. Um, hydration is poor. It's been, it's been pretty Let's poor the last it a couple bug. days. Let's keep it a bug. You've been lying to him. When you tell him you've hell been no, hydrated, I ain't been lying you really to him. don't be hydrated. Oh, hell no. You ain't finna <laughs> cap me out like that. No. Uh, the hydration is poor. I admit, I admit when I ain't drinking water. Like, what you mean? Like, don't do me like that. Okay. Um, yeah, my sleep has been as, as good as it's going to get right now as far as my daughter's waking me up at night. Just the one. Just one Honestly, right now. Missouri has been amazing. Yeah, just one right now, so. I've been all right. I ain't got no complaints about anything. I'm happy to be on the podcast today. Happy Me to be living too. this life. Take it in this sun. These vibes. Facts. Agreed. How y'all feeling from the cubes? From wherever you are. You always say from the cubicle, but then I always say from wherever you are because I don't want nobody who not in the cubicle to feel like we not talking to them. <laughs> so we I was like, everybody from the wherever cubes. you are. We always at work. Like that. I'm always at work. I'm working on myself. I'm working on my craft. I'm always at work. Facts. I never even thought about it like that, but yeah. so true. So, um, what we rapping about today, Miss? <laughs> I can't stand you. What you? What you? Um, today we're talking about love, like in a nutshell. And I mean, love is such a broad it is. topic, and we're gonna navigate it and talk about it. As much as you can in as much as you can in an hour yeah. or so. Yes. It feel like a lifetime of conversations about love could be had. Yeah. But like I say, it's a broad subject, so I'm ready. I'm ready to see what we gonna get in. Me too. On this, so. you know, it's really interesting. I'm last week when we decided to talk about this, I was really excited, and now as the time goes by, I'm like, I'm still excited, but I'm like. What you like? I don't know. It's 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 gonna be interesting for sure. It is. So where we starting at with love? I think one of the first loves we... I think the, a good place to start at is, like, parents or your guardian because that's the first people or person that you... Um, attach to. Attach to, mama. exposed to, interact with. It's mama, mama. most times. Most times it's yeah. mama. It's like, that's, like, the first... It's the first love I know, like, was really my mom. Like, outside of... Myself, it, was, it, it always goes back to mom and dad. It's the first yeah. love that we know. I first want to ask you, though, before we get into, like, early, I guess, early exposure experiences with love, what is your definition of love and what does it look like for you, like, today, mm. right now? Love is a almost uncontrollable attachment or emotion to a person place thing or feeling for me um it, it is like something that can't be like quantified like it can't be necessarily calculated or why you love something so much um i believe it is just 
I don't know, like a, a stroke of magic when you fall in love with something, someone, or some place. Um, ultimately, you just kind of know it, and it can sometimes it can't even be described very well to other people. But love is love when you feel it. I love that. You think so? So, yeah. what about you? What does love mean to you? I don't. So for me, I really didn't think about like love itself. For, okay. for like most of my life, it just wasn't something that like I've never been asked to like describe, describe love. love. What yeah, does love like, mean to never you? Never in my life. Yeah. So when I think about love, I think about unconditional love. Growing up, and I think I talked about this previously. I felt like a lot of the love I experienced from my mom, at least in my early childhood, was like conditional love. Like you know, I was kind of put on this pedestal and like expected to be perfect in a sense so I felt like growing up a lot of the love that I received was contingent on how how much of a good girl I was if mm. that makes sense that make a lot of sense yeah so I don't know I'm really finding my way like to give unconditional love not only to myself but to those I love I don't want those around me to think that I only love them if they're doing good, like in their highest moments. You know what I'm saying? When I think of real, real love, like real, true, unconditional love, you love me at every shape, every form, whatever emotion that I'm feeling in. You know what I'm saying? That's what I I think about love, unconditional love. That's the kind of love that I think about. And although I feel like I didn't receive that kind of love as a child, I'm finding my way back to giving that kind of love to myself as well. Yeah, and um, unconditional love is like something we all seek, we all want. I feel like at some point in our lives, hopefully we received it at a young age, like I said, from my parents and yeah. growing up. Um, but when you when you don't, it can be a very difficult like thing to like be searching for because like love is such a one in a. A hundred thousand kind of thing, you know what I mean? It ain't something you come across every day. So, let alone regular love is like decent love, right? Yeah. From unconditional love, which is like the mountaintop, like top of the mountain when it comes to love. Um, far as it as when I was a kid, I think I felt unconditional love for the most part um, from mom. I love that for you and uh, my dad. From my mom and dad, I did from. From my, like, you get to going external, outside of the family a little bit, like cousins and, like, other people like that. It was kind of contingent, but it was kind of, like, conditional at me. But what do you expect from people that's not, like, Absolutely. in your household? I expect, like, there to be some type of condition with that love. Unfortunately. Unfortunately, but I also think that all love has conditions to it. Even unconditional love has some type of condition to it. You know what I mean? Like, I love you. Like, I love air for my lungs. Like, I love my daughters. Like, I need, like, food and water. Like, I love I love y'all. I really do. But let's just say, like, you just started, like, disrespecting me in all types of ways. Like, okay. the love, the unconditional love remains in the tank. Like, if there's 100% in the tank, unconditional love will, like, is, like, 70% of it. But then, like, 30% of it is kind of, like, conditional. Like, they treat me well. Like, they show me it's love. It's like, yeah, respect, how, you you know make, I mean? how that person makes you feel. And yeah, like, things like that. And these like, expectations, sort of. And like, you expect me to respect you. Yeah, you expect yeah. me to, yeah. And that brings the love all the way up to that point. But, like, 
unconditional love is that shit like you don't fuck with that person no more, but I still got love for them. Like that's unconditional. Like they ain't got to do nothing for me for the rest of their lives. Like and I'll love them this same amount forever. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, we all got like homies and friends, family like that too. Like even if the relationship's not good anymore, like based off what we have been in the past, like I'll always have a certain amount of love for you. You know what right. I mean? But all I think all love, like I said, has some type of conditions to it that you have to like abide by. If you want to receive that in in a fashion back, I think in a sense, in a sense, like yes, yes, we get older and we're more aware of our actions and like how they can affect other people and our emotional intelligence kind of grows. Then conditions come about love, but you know, of course, like like with our daughters, like she, my daughter could go from this honor roll student that she is to like. Straight struggling yeah. like and i'm still gonna love her the same mm-hmm. she can go from the best kid in class to the worst kid i'm still gonna love her you know what i mean the same exact same because that, that's a different kind of love mm-hmm. but would i be saddened that she's a like or a disruption in class yeah. yes you know what i mean sad and shit like that absolutely but i wouldn't let it affect the amount of love i'm gonna give her you know what i mean yeah but, that makes sense and you know I know we're gonna talk about. I, I don't. I actually. I do know, but I don't know. We gonna talk about like kind of relationships, like romantic love in a bit. But also, pure love is just loving that person for being them versus mm-hmm. like w- what they have. Yeah, and yeah, what they have yeah. to offer you. Like that's kind of unconditional love too. Yeah, yeah. I, I think unconditional love is like it's it's definitely something I, I wish for everybody to feel in their lifetime. Um, but I think as the older you get, you do have to understand that you have to treat people a certain way to receive a certain type of love. Yeah. I, I don't think your partner is entitled to love you unconditionally if you're not even giving them something back, something to love back in return. You just can't be yeah. hurting them consistently and expecting some type of love from that situation. That's why it's important to get into situations where you both love each other, like truly love each other. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Because if you love somebody, you're going to respect them. You're going to like, you're going to find ways to show their love. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. And um, it, it's just going to be there. It's not necessarily, because a lot of, when I say conditional love, it ain't like y'all spoke and sat down about the rules of, of this Kind of like through human nature, we develop these certain things you don't do to people you love. You but know maybe I mean? we should, maybe we should start sitting down and talking about love, like yeah, and what yeah. you like literally. Yeah, like yeah, maybe sometimes so. I think we want to be loved in a certain way, and we put these expectations on, you know, people, whether it be romantic relationships, yeah. parents, friends. We put these expectations on people and expect them to love us in a certain way, but that's just like not naturally how they how they, they love. love. Yeah. But they don't know that you want to be loved that way because you didn't tell them. Like, you know, sometimes you may hint around or say, you know, yeah, certain yeah, things. But only, only the only way a person can love you exactly how you want to be loved is if you communicate that with them. That is a real good point. Like, even you had to communicate that with me before. Like, certain ways you want to be loved versus certain ways I show love. It's two different things. Like yeah. you said, they're... Everybody's love language comes differently, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? So you got to understand that with each person. Like, we show it in much different ways, but, like, we always are thinking about each other. Yeah. But we had to adapt to the other person's language, and then, I mean, it's like, it's like actually, like it is, like language. Like, a language barrier sometimes can block a relationship. Yeah, oh, wow. Love language barrier. That's, 
Copyright that. Are you gonna coin that? Copyright yeah. Copyright that. Copyright that shit. I made that up. You but did. yeah, love language barrier can block a relationship just because y'all don't know how to communicate how you want to be treated versus like you know this rubs me the wrong way even though you think this is you know something like you in like for instance like you could be a person in a relationship like I'm trying to give that person space and the whole time like. One of their love languages is like you always inviting them with them. They want to be with you or kind of clingy yeah. is their kind of like love language. But if you don't know, like you giving them space could ultimately be communicating to them that you're pushing them away. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So um, we need to sit down and have more talks about love like when in, in, in relationships in general. Like, yeah, yeah. We have more talks about everything. For sure. Conversation like make the world go round. Really do. Definitely. I don't know what's up with humans and not communicating with each other. I don't know what's about. up with us assuming that other people know exactly what we need them to do and like when we need it or how we want it done. We definitely think that other people. I think sometimes we get so far into our main character season, we forget like we only know our lines. Yes. Like. They don't know their lines. Like, they read from their own script. Like, I think we get caught up in that, you know what I mean? The main character season going on. I think a saying that is, like, said all the time, but it's quite literally so true. Like, I can't read your mind. Yeah, yeah, it is. I can't read your mind. Let me know. Like, I can almost read your mind to an extent, though. You know me better than I know myself. Yeah, yeah, very well. Like, even when, y'all, it's so funny, like... You'd be like, oh, well, yeah, let's order some food. And I'd be like, well, no, I'm, I'm not hungry, hungry right yet. now. Like, and I'd be like, all right, I, I got it. I ordered it. And as soon as the food touches down, like, it's like she was like the like, gaping hole damn, in her stomach was... finally fucking opened up. Literally every time I'd be like, I literally didn't know I was hungry. <laughs> oh, my God. If you want to find the keys to keep a woman happy, um, feed her on time. Don't let that woman get hungry. I think a lot of times, especially women like you, like, hangry will fuck a whole day up. I am a bitch. Hangry will fuck a day hungry. up. Keep a woman fed. Second thing, make sure you know, make sure you put her bonnet in a place she can find it. Oh, my God. That is a good one right there. I put my I put my baby bonnet under her pillow. You used, you did, but like. It's under the there other, right now. Oh, it's under right now? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. But the other day, I did lose it because like. I also need you to participate in putting it somewhere I can find oh, no, it, too. No, I'm, I'm not doing my part. Yeah, yeah. Not so when you take it off in the morning, because it'd be in the kitchen, the other bathroom, it'd be every fucking where. It'd be everywhere. Like, keep her bunnit safe from all things. Like, keep her bunnit safe from her. Keep her bunnit safe from her. Take her to Target. Like, take me to Target. That's and how, honestly, that's get her an ice child. I mean, I can't. Ice childs make my tummy hurt. but They do, but. Keep keep track Every of how many she had in a month, cause a lot. It's crazy to me. Let me say uh, some other things. It's common with baddies, bad stomachs. I don't know how every baddie is gut issues for all the baddies. Second, they be blind. Oh my it's god! So many blind, <laughs> so many blind. Yeah, baddies I wear contacts, like, but I can't see y'all. My vision is so bad. And third thing that's common: big head girls, big forehead. What what uh pretty flaco say? Yeah, what he say? I uh, love a pretty. Big head bitch. I can't remember some what he said. Like that, I just yeah, heard it on TikTok was, the other day. Yeah, yeah. Some them are three common things like baddies have. I don't know what y'all like. I don't know how God molded y'all that way. I thank him for it though. But Lord, y'all are funny people. We are. Going back really quickly though on early childhood, like love. So you had both of your parents until you know. I was um so I was six. Right, and I come from a household where I 
a single mother household from jump. Like, you know what I'm saying? My daddy was never in my life. Yeah. And I don't know if I ever have talked about this on this podcast, but like my daddy was never in my life. Of course, my grandma, like I feel like in households where the dad is absent, the grandmother steps in. And y'all have heard me talk about my grandma. Y'all know I love her. Like. That's my girl. Shout out to Betty. Shout out to Betty. The, shout out to Doors, too. I love my girl. Shout granny. out to Doors. I love Doors as well. Um, but shout out to Betty, the best to ever do it. Like, I felt love Second from best. that woman. <laughs> Hold up. <laughs> who the first Let's best? Let's not even do this. No, we're going to do this. We're going to do this. We're going to do this. It's about love. Who the first best? Me? Doors. I love Doors. Doors, I love you. You're the GOAT. But Betty? <laughs> Not I say second best. My cost my grandma second best. That's fucked up. But Betty is the baddest to ever do it. Quote me on that. On record. I'm not gonna disrespect Betty. Like she, she did her thing. I'm not disrespecting Dora. She just not the baddest to ever do it. Like, she ain't the best to ever do it. It's like LeBron versus Jordan. Like let's agree to disagree. Let's then. agree to disagree. But. Um, you are fucking hell. Do you yeah, know I that? Fuck, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I thought about it now. That's hilarious, I though. I that grandma's second best. That's fucked up. <laughs> I'm sorry. My grandma love just got me like, got, like, got me that's, like this. That's I'm what sorry. love can do, that's you know? That's what conditions, it make niggas look crazy. They do. But, um, I used to think that, have you ever heard the saying, you never, you can't miss something you never had? Yeah, yeah. And I swear I used to believe it to my core because growing up my daddy wasn't around I never thought about him not being there like I was just so used to him not being there and as I've gotten older I've realized like I really needed him in my life yeah for sure I really needed that you know that male figure I needed that love from a male in my life because although I have uncles and you know stuff like that it's not the same as a dad it's not the same as your dad being there with you every single day and now in my like I said in my adulthood I realized like I really needed that love and although we text now I I still somewhere deep down inside of me like I'm really hopeful like I don't honest like just honestly speaking I don't care for him as a person despite what happened in the past like I'm not big on him as a individual that's a whole nother story for another day but Somewhere deep inside of me, I still want that love. And I talked to you. We've had this conversation before, but I, as a 30-year-old woman, I'm still like, it's debatable to me if my dad loves me. Yeah. yeah like, yeah. I feel I feel like that's debatable. I mean, like, mm. it's so And it's so heavy to hear that out loud. Uh-oh. Yeah. I almost want to cry, but I feel like it's too early to be crying. Early like in the day? <laughs> yes. What? For you? Yeah. I think I've seen you cry, like, from the onset, like, sunset. Like, I've seen you cry. Like Sunrise? Hey, yeah, sunrise. Excuse me. Sunrise. Like, I've seen you cry. I don't think no time is too early. If you, you already cried. Like, but, yeah, I see if you want to. Um, yeah, yeah. Not, not give I him I don't want to. He don't, yeah, that yeah, he don't deserve He don't that. deserve my tears. But, um. Yeah, while you was talking, I was thinking, like, it came to me as you were speaking about it. Like, it's such a benefit in life to grow up and have, like, love options to choose from. Right, because I had love options to choose from in the house. Cause I had my mom and dad at, at a very young age. Cause like my mom and dad have two different love styles. Like my mama is more of a, um, 
I put my mom more of a hard body kind of like she person. She is. is. She, she's more of a hard body. And my dad was more of a softy. Really? He was. He was more of a softy. He was a very chill person. He can, he, he really like yelled. Like really like raised his voice, anything like that. Uh, the whoopings usually came out of nowhere. So that, that was like that was, was bad as hell. It was bad as hell. But it's dangerous as I'm thinking about it. Like he never yelled. Like even when you got a whooping, he didn't yell. He never yelled. His voice stayed the same. So I had options. Even that, like um my grandmother stayed like the house was right in front of us where my grandma stayed so if i wanted that love that day i had options to choose from with yeah. them i could like right there you know what i'm saying like just hearing your story to see like you know everybody has a love that's better for them and in your household like you is crazy to think you only had one love that was your mom so like if her love style didn't fit you you was just kind of like you had to stick with it yeah and that's very true um I found myself, because of that the absence from my dad, I found myself searching for love mm. at a very young age. And I didn't even realize that I didn't even know it. Like, I always used to say, because I saw my mom, like, you know, a single mother. Yeah. Um, I always used to say, I never want to get married. You know, I don't want to get married. Like, I can be, I'm by my, because, like, that's what I seen. Yeah, so, like, yeah. the examples that you have growing up are so, they're really important. Wait, and it, I might just want to say, it's it's crazy that we had a star contrast, like, because as a kid, I dreamed about being a husband, like. I never dreamed about like, being nobody wife. <laughs> never did, but I used to dream about being a husband as a kid. Mm-hmm. Um, I love that for you. I knew Ooh. I knew I was going to look good in the tux. I can't I just knew you. it. But, um, and you were right. But, um, <laughs> what I was going to say, and I used to be really resentful of, when I say used to be shit, like a year ago. Of, of him? Of him. Not only him, like, but also my mom because I felt like she didn't love me how I wanted to be loved. Now, maybe when I, I feel like when you're younger and you're a kid, like, I mean, four or five, like, that kind of young. Yeah. It's easier for adults to love you because you're a kid. Yeah, you're, you're very small. Cute, you're small. But very I feel like. controllable, too. Yes. I feel like when I grew up and got older, like, you know, middle school, high school, my mother and I, we kind of grew apart. And I didn't really feel the love from her as much. Obviously, I don't know what she was, I don't know what adult shit she was going through at that mm -hmm. time of her life that affected the way that she loved me. Um, and I used to kind of be resentful, but damn, I'm out. Damn, why well, I always feel like I'm finna fucking cry. I'm, I get on my own nerves. Let, you let everything out. <sighs> okay, but I really, I appreciate her for even just showing up for me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And loving me the best way that she knew how. Like, that's, that's really it. That's all I got to say. I love that lady. And, yeah, same thing to my first, like, source of love. My mom was like, like I said, my dad ended up passing when I was six. My mom at the time, um, three kids. She was, my mom had us young. Yeah. I think my mama was, what, 20 when she had me. And I'm a second oldest. So right. She was, like, 18 when she had my oldest brother. Um, then my, TJ, not that even. He not even, he not even that much, much younger, younger than me. Younger than so I, I maybe say she was 23. With like three kids, all by the same man. They were together this entire time, and then like uh, medical. Uh, my dad died from like a heart attack, um, at a very young age, um, or whatnot. And like just to be that young with these kids, you know, that's what I'm a saying? lot, bro. To be left with that, and then like the love of your life gone. Yeah. Um. And I truly believe that was the love of your mama's life. I do. I do. Just think. seeing her today, and like. 
you know, her other relationships and stuff. And I just, I feel like that was the love of her life. I do. Like, when she lost my dad, I can only, like, imagine, like, say, what she was going through um, to get up every day and still have these three boys and, like, to still, Badass kids. Badass kids. uh, One night. (laughs) But, um, for her to still love us, like, through that whole time period, it was like, it just, love, love is real. Like, it's a powerful thing to pull my mom out of, of such a dark place. You know what I mean? I don't give Tony enough credit. You don't. And, like, I don't give my mom enough credit, so I need to give her more. But, um, it, like I said, love, love pulls us from, from strange places because to this day, she still don't even talk about that era of her life. She don't she talk about, it. we don't hear much stories about my pops and nothing like that because... It's rough for her to talk about it, you know what I mean? So all these years later. Yeah, yeah. Just I have I like I said my dad died when I was like six. I'm 32 now. I way, way more of my life without him than I actually had him. But she knew him way, way more than I did. Um, but like for her to have to relearn life without him was crazy. Yeah, and that made me think about the fact that love and the way you make people feel is so important because although you lost him all those years ago i know you can still feel like yeah yeah that for sure. love and like you know his spirit i do like still all the time like the 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 thought of him is there every day like yeah it, it is like Every time y'all say my name, I think about him. Yeah, Sunset Tim. They don't know. They don't that. know that. Yeah, let like, him know. Let him know. They don't know Sunset Tim comes from my father's name. He grew up. He grew up back home in the Sunset Projects. Uh, his name was That's, Tim. Yeah, too. the projects were called. Yeah, yeah, Sunset Sunset, they don't Sunset know Projects um, and whatnot. And yeah, people referred to him like as Tim Tim or like Tim from Sunset. So when I got older, and my my dad had. Um, the same love affair with rap music that I have. He used to rap. He used to freestyle all the time. Like he was in love with it too. That's why I get my uh, love for music from is him. So when I did go into rapping, that's how I developed like the name Sunset Tim. Like, and and that's what it is. So every time y'all say his name, like I, I think about him then. You know what I mean? I love that, and it makes me think about my relationship with my father, which is kind of pretty much non-existent. But you just hearing you say like, you know, I got this from my dad. My dad is an artist. He is. He's creative. And I do, I get my creativity from him, him for sure. And I really used to hate him. I honestly used to hate him. And I'm still still learning to, like, love and, like, let go of the past. But like I said, it's just... I I was telling somebody this. I don't remember who I was telling this. But I was just like, and y'all don't judge me. When you don't... I don't. I know what was going to be said. I don't care for it. Neither. I love like you know. You know. I love both of my parents, but when you don't too much care for them as individuals, like do you get what I'm saying? Like they're like yeah, as as people. Because like I think we talked about this before. Like you have like you start look as you get older, you kind of start looking at your parents as not only your parents, but like as people, as individuals. Yes, and had they not been my parents, like. I don't know that I would ever even like rap. Yeah, with one of them like, things like if, if this person like wasn't my family, I'd yeah. probably not even be friends with that person type shit. You know what I mean? And I'm not even being mean. Like they just no, don't no, know no. to have. Like I need you to yeah, validate yeah. me. Let them know I'm yeah, not yeah, being yeah. mean. She's not being mean um, or anything like that. First off, her mom and dad have a toxic, so toxic. love relationship that has been going on and off for what? Before I was even born, probably. But better part of about 30, 30 some odd years. 
or whatnot. So no, it, it ain't it ain't her. And then being, they try to put me in, in between and oh, shit. That's God. what kills me. Like how y'all That's, daughter counseling y'all relationship? It it is crazy. I know some of y'all got the same like. I said, as you get older, you realize, like, say, your mom and dad, they they their own main characters too. They just want your parents. They had things going on in their lives too. Yeah. Um, that shaped and molded them, and you just happened to be there. Yeah. Like, but shit, shit is wild. We speaking about early love because them the first connections we have with love, so right. they matter so much. Yeah. About like what set up the rest of our loves. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And also like, it's like. It set up our love to the point where, like, you go out looking for the missing love to complete yes. your love. You know what I'm saying? Depending on how your love in the household was. Um, yeah, so we go searching for that. Yeah. And I think another important thing is the way that we were loved, whether it be by our parents or whoever we were around, you know, for a prominent part of our lives, it affects the way we love ourselves. Yes. How did your, how do you think your, like, I guess early childhood or like just or just growing up in general, your experiences of with love affected the way you love yourself. Let me think about that one. That one was deep. Was it deep? Yeah, well it, it hit me deep for some yeah, reason. Yeah, you ain't so, know what's coming. See, I hit you with the loot of So <laughs> like my like my pops, I, I got a very um laid back kind of um vibe around me like i know it's my favorite like, thing about you because i'm different like i'm gonna turn up yes on, but on like people. i was i was like him we laid back we weren't really out front people sort of shy to an extent quiet people and whatnot and i'm a middle child on top of all this so at times in my family which is a chaotic i got a chaotic big crazy family like it was very easy for me to get like left to the side or out mm. the way because I didn't make a lot of noise like the rest of my my brothers or my cousins or like the rest of the family like I didn't make a lot of noise I was always laid back to the cut so at times I often felt unseen right Aww. it's all right that's the other side of like being laid back cool not the way like it's not all right it is like everything comes I feel like everything comes with a double edge like sword so everything comes with a good and a bad it's cool to be laid back and out the way but then at times, like, you can't, you can't, like, fault people if they don't think about you in certain moments because you've been so out the way, you know what I'm saying? And that was, that was one of the things, like, growing up that I felt. So when I went out, you know, searching, not necessarily searching for love, but I also wanted the love that paid attention to me. You were unconsciously searching for love. Yeah, everybody, yeah, like, 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 like we all are. So I, I wanted the love that saw me, like, for everything I was. Even though as quiet as I was, I wanted the love that that ultimately could see how big I was despite whatever space I was taking up. If that, if that make any sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But despite how quiet I was, I wanted a love that could hear me loudly. You know what I mean? And I felt like I found that with you. That's beautiful. So uh, how do you feel like your childhood kind of shaped love for you? I meant, but for your self love though, like oh, you for myself. Self, self. Yeah. okay, so beautiful answer though. <laughs> how did your childhood shape how you loved yourself? Okay, mm. good question. It hit you deep when you, once you get asked. You yeah, think about it on it. <laughs> um, so like I said before, a lot of the love that I experienced. 
from my mother. And I think she was just trying to, she was kind of, she was hard on me. She expected the best from me. She yeah. expected perfection from me, which we know perfection doesn't exist, but she expected that from me. And I think it came, from, obviously it came from a place of love. She wanted more from me. You know, she wanted more from me. Mm -hmm. um, and she wanted to see me do amazing things in this world. But the problem with that is like, she wanted me to do amazing things how she saw me doing them. Yeah. And I've even talked about this before. That's a long story. But from that, it just made me be really hard on myself. Yeah. Like, very judgmental up here. Mm. To this day, I still deal with the judgment of myself, you know, going on in my head. Like, literally, when I look in the mirror or, like, if, if I do, if I make an, have an accomplishment, it's like, okay, but you could have did this better. And I think that's a blessing and a curse because it's like, okay, you're always trying to improve yourself. You're always trying to do better. But I often feel like what I do, no matter what I do and who I am, is never enough. Yeah, it's also awesome. like you suffer from like good girl trauma. Yeah, like cause everything was like if you didn't if you got outside this line, you were not a good girl or whatnot. If you got outside of this, you you were ultimately. Um, pushed under like almost like a, a conditional love like you had yeah. to stay within this box to receive this kind of praise or whatnot yeah and yeah. I've been there for all of it and like I said you do be more hard on yourself than you need to be I really do you do and and hopefully I know we've rubbed off on each other we like, have laid backness I've tried to rub it off on you yo um how do I put it I'm trying I'm trying to find a word it. Your brashness, your boldness is like rubbed off on me to be more more bold about certain things. You know what I mean? Uh, we've been good for each other. We have for sure, but it's all for the change today. Why? <clears throat> Why is that about to change? Gonna get real toxic in this motherfucker. You're gonna be real alone <laughs> <laughs> up in here. Um, but yeah, that's and that's a relationship. I feel like our relationship with self is always growing and evolving over, you know, as we grow older, obviously. But that's one thing I'm to this day still learning is to like, like I said in the beginning, just love myself unconditionally without judgment. I've obviously always still, I said obviously a lot. Three seconds. Obviously you did. Obviously I did. But just trying to better myself without such like, such contingent like yeah. rules upon it and yeah. things of that nature. I feel you on that. Yeah, and allow myself to take shape and form any way I want to. Yeah, because like your self love is your longest relationship with love. It'll be the one that's most current. It'll be the one that's with you forever. You know what I mean? I didn't know how far back I was on like self love until um, I said it one day. Like I love myself, and like I forget where I was working at. I needed a break. I need a break. I need a 15 minute. You know what I mean? Something when I said that shit. Because it hit me way different when I said I love myself. It was, it was, it was different than receiving a, I love you from somebody else. Because that's almost like a badge. Like I deserve, I got earned it. But like when you say I love myself, it ain't like a badge you earned. It's like something that's always been there that you just like neglected for a very long time. Yeah. So, yeah. I Did definitely love myself. I love myself too. I love myself. Know who that is? Tay Duh. Yeah, yeah. 
do you feel like the way you love yourself affects the way you love other people? Like, what mm-hmm. do you think that, like, the relationship with yourself, how does that affect? 3,000%, I believe that. Of course, like, the OG saying, like, hurt people, hurt people. Like, when people don't feel good about themselves, they ultimately want to make other people not feel good about themselves, mm-hmm. too. Um, because it brings a level of comfort. If everybody, if I'm miserable and everybody else miserable, it's all right that I'm miserable. Yeah, you know we're miserable I mean? together. Yeah, yeah, it's everybody miserable, so it's okay. Like that, I feel this type of way. Yeah, but ultimately, like you don't have to address it when you had that kind of mindset that I'm miserable and I want to make like the climbing around everybody else miserable as well. You know what I mean? Yeah, you don't want to address that. You need to love yourself in a better fashion. Yeah, I remember a point in my life, and it was like mostly high school. I was very judgmental. And I think that was inherited in me because my mom to this day is still very judgmental. Like, we be out sometimes and she'll say, like, oh, look at them. Like, be worried about other people too yeah. fucking much. That's the problem. <laughs> she but is funny. she is hilarious. She and I is think, funny. I think, I was, I don't know, I was listening to it somewhere. Or I don't know, but I was, but. They were basically saying, like, sometimes we don't know how to communicate with other people unless we're complaining. But, like, I think in her way, she didn't know she didn't know how to communicate unless she was talking about other people or judging other people or gossiping. I never heard that. That was fire. Yeah, I can't take credit for it. I can't remember where I heard it, but... But that is true. Like, you go online or wherever else, like, people are always openly willing to commit to, like, what they hate. Oh, I hate when people yes. do this. I hate this. We often, like, easy to throw out what we hate. We very rarely, like, talk about what we love. Yes, and so that brings me to, I wanted to say, like, I was so judgmental. It was inherited, but still, like, shit, I was judgmental, like, at a space in my life. But I was also super judgmental to myself. Mm -hmm. Like, I was projecting. Like, I think a lot of times how you treat, like, the question I asked you pretty much how you treat people is a reflection of how you treat yourself. A hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. Ultimately, what you water will blossom, like good or bad. It's gonna come out. Yeah. Of you, you know what I mean. You can, you can try to fake like I'm happy, I'm good. You can fake it as long as you like want to, but eventually it's gonna come out. Like the the longer you hold it in, like the harder it's gonna hit when it comes out. Definitely. So a really interesting question that I have for you. Okay. Mr. Sunset Tim, do you think that you can truly love someone like if you don't have self-love, if you don't have that love for yourself? Yes, I believe 100% you can love somebody and not love yourself because ultimately we see... We see the light in people even when we don't see it in ourselves. We see so much more in other people than we do ourselves. We see talent in other people and we ignore ours. You know what I mean? We see their smarts, their beauty, their accomplishments. We see all of that in other people much clearer than we see it in ourselves. Mm -hmm. We rarely even see our accomplishments as we're going through life. We just... We're ultimately just telling ourselves we're so far behind most of the time or we need this by this date. And things of that nature. So, yeah, I definitely think it's easy to see love in other people or find love in other people than it is yourself. Because, like, ultimately, I'm digging inside of me to find something, which is a lot harder because yeah. I'm feeling for it then. And I'm not able to use my eyes, right? And when you're searching for something just by feeling, it takes a little longer because the paths are just, like, it's, it's such... An uncharted area that you have to fill out every part of it 
even if it's not a part of the path, you still got to light that area up over there just to know what it is. Versus with somebody else, I can see the love with my own eyes. You know what I mean? So it's easier for me to process it. Um, so yeah, I definitely think you can love other people a lot quicker than you can love yourself sometimes. Do you think that's sustainable though? I don't know if it's sustainable, no. You eventually gonna have to look inward and find that love for yourself, but I definitely think it's very human of us to see much more in other people than we see in ourselves. Agreed. So same question to you. Do you think you can fully love someone else without loving yourself first? I think you could, but do I think that's healthy? Do I think that that's sustainable? Absolutely not. I think that if you love someone and you don't fully love yourself, you will allow them to do things to you that you would never thought you allow people to allow someone to do to you. I so agree. I think that's where, like, it's like, I feel like you will put up with much more because you don't have that love for yourself. And sometimes if you don't have that love for yourself, you don't have that respect for yourself. You know, it's like the yeah, list yeah. goes on, all these high vibrational feelings. You don't have those, th- those things for yourself, so you will allow so much from someone else. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. If we could do love in the most, like, um, checklist according ways, yeah, I would definitely say start with self-love and then, yeah. then you can get it from other people. But I, I think in life in general, um, we, we believe so much of what we see that it's easier to take in other people's love than it is to go, like I said, find it within ourselves. I think, though, too, you don't have to be this super evolved person and just super in love, like, you know, self-love queen. It doesn't have to be like that, but I think you at least need to be at an okay space with yourself. Um, And feel your emotions all the way through. mm -hmm. Accept who you are. Yeah, acceptance. Oh, that's a a good one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Accepting who you are ultimately, like, build some type of comfort. And if there's things you want to tweak about yourself or things that I always tell people, like, you're not a you're not a type one, you're not a 2.0 to a 3.0. You're not trying to fix yourself. But there are parts of, like, I think, every person that we could turn the knob down just a little bit on. Like, we try to control the knob as much. I'm a, uh, I'm a big productive procrastinator, meaning, oh, yeah. like, I procrastinate in a productive way. I like start, start nine businesses and all of them would get to like 10% done. Yeah. So I was very productive, but it was productive towards nothing. Yeah, since you got you, nothing done. I'm a very productive procrastinator. I do and, that too. And this is part of who I am because my creativity helps me out in so many ways. But it also like, yeah, it fucks me up sometimes too. But, but I just try to, and like I said, I'm not trying to fix me. I'm just trying to turn that knob down just a little bit so I can focus in on one thing at a time. Mm-hmm. You do that shit too. We are bad for each other in that part. Yeah. Fucking bad. Horrible. Yeah, I do that 100%. Like, yeah, I don't know how many Instagram pages I got for businesses that y'all don't know about. I'm telling you. Because we had, we, we've had a lot. It get ridiculous. And it's like, I'm a, I mean, I know that the episode is not about that, but like, it can literally stare you. It's like, where's the focus? Yeah. You yeah. can literally get nothing done. So if you're doing it, stop. Stop. It. Stop, Stop right now. fucking with yourself. I'm telling Stop you. Stop fucking with... What that TikTok? Stop playing with the money. It's $69 million. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember what he was talking about. 
All I need is your name, your social security, number, your birthday. That that little Miss Tasha that you like. Tasha gonna do what he say. I can't remember. Yeah. That was your TikTok, but yeah, it, it was is funny as hell. Funny as fuck. If y'all know the TikTok I'm talking about. Yeah, but stop doing it. Stop it. Stop it right now. I think that we can't talk about love and not talk about like romantic type of love. Because I think in adulthood and it shit, even like in high school, we just don't be really knowing it. But like we all ultimately are just looking for our person. We're looking for that person who sees us and understands us and feels us. And even if they don't in the beginning, like they are at least trying. You know what I'm saying? Like as far as romantic loves go, we go back to like the one we saw first. Yeah. Like, like mom the, and dad. Like yeah. how their love was like ultimately lines up. Like, how we accept love from other people. Like, what's the conditions and terms that I'm used to in love, that I've seen in love? If you grew up in a household where, like, it was a positive, like, relationship. You saw your mom and, like, you saw your mom and parents, like, get treated treat each other like royalty. Mm-hmm. Like, ultimately, like, when you get out there, you're going to think that, you know what I mean, a That's person should treat you. Love. like. Yeah. And then also, if you grew up around a, um, I seen somebody online calling it a, a Damn, what's the word? A telenovela? What's it like? Telenovela. Is that how you say it? Yeah, telenovela. Telenovela? You talking about like Jane the Virgin? It was a telenovela? Yes, like people go around those kind of dramatic loves where the arguments are extremely loud. They yell at each other, but somehow they make up. Mm-hmm. Like, then you're conditioned for a toxic love growing up. That you think the back and forth, the fighting, and this. And going through pain or yelling is a like positive expression in love. I I agree, but I do want to say, just because the examples of love that you've seen may have been toxic or um whatever the case may be, whatever the case may be, that doesn't automatically mean that you're, you're, you're accustomed to or attracted to that type of love. A lot of times it is. Like, yeah, a lot of times. I, often. I guess I worded that wrong. Let me say this too. Like, and I thought about this last night. It was not on the subject, but like, all bad examples are are good examples. Yeah. So like, uh, even a bad, even if you grew up in a, around a toxic bad relationship, that's a very good example of what not to be too. Yeah. So like, even if you grew up, like I said, not seeing a positive one, it, it still was a good example of what not yeah. to do. Yeah. I personally didn't have any good representation of love at all um now my grandma my grandpa my grandpa passed away when I was eight so I don't have any memory like of that at all but I don't have any positive examples other than what I saw on tv you know like I don't even yeah yeah tv tv was the shit for sure for sure but the Huxtables was the Steve Urkel show what was it called Family Matters. Family Matters. I never watched it, though. Honestly, though, and I'm thinking back to those shows, and I don't... Remember relating it to that? Yeah, no, not at all. It was just funny. It was just funny to you? Yeah, no, but... My my examples of love were a little more positive. Like, my mom and dad had good chemistry. Like, they were, like, yin and yang. My mom, like I said, more high-headed. My dad was, like, calm, uh, had a cool temp to him at all times. So, like... And they were funny, like they when they were around each other, I knew like just looking at them interact, like that's what love is. Like they they were they like what kinda like 
I don't say perfect for each other, but like they fit each other very well. Like my dad was a big basketball fan. Like he loved ball. My mom played ball in high school. Like they were they connected in that fashion. Like music wise, my mom wanted to sing. Like my dad wanted to rap. She ain't wanna sing. Now. I ain't know that. Hold on now. Don't do Tony. <laughs> I ain't know that. I'm just saying. No, I ain't like, know. No, my brothers don't even know that. I think I may be the only person outside my dad that knew like my mom at one point in time, like wanted to sing like that was the thing she wanted to do um i said dad wanted to rap they fit each other so well my mom was more of a she's more of an outgoing person if she in a spot you gonna know she in the spot yeah for sure my dad like me he put them my dad is like famous or notorious however you want to look at it, for these black shades like i'm talking about my dad wore them all the fucking time i'm Even talking about night time at like, night sir. he had them on it, I remember at saying? the breakfast table, this nigga would have like the the black locs on, like uh, Ray Bans, like uh -huh. back in the day. He would have them on at the breakfast table with a fucking Oakland Raiders hat. Like he I really thought he was from um, California. He really did. He had a jury kill too back then. He really thought it was easy. I don't know what he had going <laughs> on, but like my dad was notorious for that cap and them shades. He was a cool ass laid back dude, and I said him and my mom they like went hand in hand so i think that's right when i was younger like i told you i, I had dreams of being a husband that's like, why i wanted to be something like i wanted to have what they kind of had yeah. you know what i mean and see i didn't ever experience that i didn't experience you know people had like you said that what you what what you said that stuck out to me was like they had chemistry they did it's not something that i really ever witnessed from like you know what i can remember anyway yeah, yeah. like i never seen that i never experienced any positive like relationships even like to this day right now i can count on my hand the people i know with you know positive, positive relationships. relationships yeah yeah and of course we're on the outside looking in but it seems so rare like it just seems so rare to like for it to be a truly positive relationship and that's such a shame it is but i know they out there i just i just know they don't get as much love as negative toxic relationships and that's just like how media works. Things that are toxic and negative usually get way more attention yeah, than shit that's positive. Sure, like sure. that's just that's just how it is. A video of of some folks from your hometown fighting gonna get a lot more views than people from your hometown playing in the garden for the community. Like yeah. it's just how shit goes. Yeah. And it but I'm saying like even outside of media, I mean like my personal life. I don't know anybody. But even then, it's what I mean. Like, when somebody's oh, relationship like positively going, they usually really... Oh, talked they, about. They That's really true. Talk, they really talk about it. Like, yeah, everything's like... People don't ever call you and be like, yeah, I just wanted to tell you everything's great with me and Chad. <laughs> like, it's so amazing. Chad's a beautiful spirit. It's usually... <sighs> let me tell you about this nigga, Chad. Yes. Like, he didn't today. Like, that's when people call yes. you when shit is toxic. When shit is positive, people rarely speak that about it. And they so go back true. to like... We just spoke about today, like, people love to share what, like, oh, I hate this. People people always, like, hide and hover what they love because ultimately they're trying to protect it. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And, and that can go to, like, are you looking for love or are you looking for security? Mm -hmm. Like, a lot of folks can go back to that. Are you, we'll disguise a lot of shit, like, I'm looking for love. And ultimately, you're just looking for somewhere safe to be, yeah. like, emotionally, Physically, you know, spiritually, you're just looking for somewhere safe to be. You're not actually looking for love. And I think like I said that get intertwined with this person thinking it's love, and this person just thinking this is a comfortable spot for me to rest. 
But I mean, also, a safe space is love, though. It can be. It can be love. But see, that makes me think about like, okay, so we're adults, but we were together at a very young age. But I feel like, obviously, I'm not dating. I'm not looking for love because I found it. But I find that, and like, I might get hate for this, but a lot of women, a lot of men have these checklists type of love yeah, like yeah. he got to make six figures, figures he got to yeah. be six seven yeah, he got a house he got to have his own house he got to have a bugatti like yeah, all these things almost went to jail for being a, a crime lord but he stopped because he fell in love with me you know what i mean yeah and like, it made me, that made me think about our book that we our audio book that we read yes y'all it is so fucking good get you a ratchet audio book if y'all ain't like, got so one good. a good one is like in true thug fashion that's what we reading or it's listening so to right now um Shit's so good. It's, it had me like. Yeah, I've I, been too fucking hyped listening to this Audible. It's, it's very good. It's so good. Audible sponsor us. Oh, my mama. Like, where y'all at? Where you at? Where they bag at? <laughs> but yeah, going going uh, back to that. Like, yeah, there are a lot of people with checklist loves. Like, a dude's like, she got to be able to cook. She got to be fit. She got to be this, that, and the third. And like, a lot of times... That is where it comes from. Like, you're not looking for love. If you got a checklist, in my opinion, you're not looking for love then. Right. Especially I, when... I'm, my bad. I mean... You go ahead. I'll cut you off, sweetheart. Especially when your checklist got shit to do with money, success... Physical. Physical. Like, like, shit like that. Like, now nah, I'm going to take physical appearance out. Whoever you're looking for, they got to look good to you, though. Yeah, well, that's true. They you have to be attracted to them. Yeah, yeah. But... But, but they yeah. ain't got to... But the yeah. girl don't got to be, like... A fucking Instagram model and a dude don't gotta be walking on New now York. Now don't get like runway. DJ uh Who you talking about? DJ Envy. Now I know my girl not the baddest. Don't <laughs> start getting on it. Don't talk, don't start talking no, like that. No, like she gotta look good. Like, but like you said, like, but there are some people like that want the like like they can't settle unless it's Michael B. Jordan type shit. Yeah, and it's like I do, I get it, I get it. We're adults, we're grown, and we want, want somebody who we want somebody who is competent. You know what I'm saying? Competent, competent. Like that's the right word. Yes, that's the right word. Okay, so I just I'm just used to like people saying incompetent. Yeah, incompetent. I've never actually heard the actual opposite in real. Yeah, you life. want someone who is competent who can. What's the word I'm looking for? Provide. What you need? Reflect, like be a reflection of you, like be a good reflection of you, and yeah, like compliment you. That's the word I'm looking for. Someone who can compliment you, but that's like my point. I'm getting to. That's when we start looking for. We're looking for security and not love, right? And that's a whole other story, though. Them two different, like them two different lists, because like there are people that could like be more secure for you, but they might never love you in that same fashion, like. And it just it depends on I guess. It goes back to what your what your priority is. Are you, is security more yeah, yeah, important than love like, to you? Then then go for it. You know, because like with me, like like how I'm trying to put this, like my I, I do feel like everybody kind of has a checklist. But my checklist, like I ain't gonna say it's pure, but like my checklist don't involve like her knowing how to cook or clean or or. I'm not cleaning. I yeah, will though. Yeah, yeah, you but I do but the cleaning do the like. My checklist don't involve certain things like that. My checklist is a lot more simple. I, a beautiful person, inside and out. Like, that's off the checklist. Somebody I can trust. We can build loyalty with. Like, we have some type of chemistry. These things matter to me more than money. Right. Because I've ultimately, I've always felt like 
I can go get some money. I can now. get some money regardless. I can go get some money. Like I could go get all that shit that like they be having on the checklist, like far as the income and like how they all that shit. I can I can secure myself, but I know for sure, and I've known. Uh, kudos to myself. As a kid, I even known that you can't buy certain shit. Like you can't buy loyalty. You can't buy trust. You can't buy love. It's certain things that just money can't get for you. And my checklist consisted of things that like money can't buy. Facts. You know what I mean? Like, as much as they building bitches out here, like, I like my beauty as I see it. That's Raw. Good to hear. That's good to hear. I feel like with my, I, I get you when you was like, you had a, a checklist. Like, I didn't have, like, I had yeah, things I, that I, I looked for. It was an active checklist. It was, it was like, a, it was a mental checklist. I had things that I looked for, like, you make me laugh so fucking hard. Yeah, you funny. always I have. I forgot that off my list. Like yes. goofy, funny. Like the, the chemistry too. Like, mm-hmm. I feel chemistry. Like, I feel like chemistry holds a lot of relationships back. Like, oh, he was a he was a good man or she was a good woman, but just like they didn't you didn't connect. Yeah, didn't have that chemistry. Chemistry matters a lot. Yeah, so it just goes back to like I said before, what you value. If you value security over pure, you know. Real love, kudos to you, baby. Yeah, you find somebody else who wants security too, and y'all just secure each other. Like exactly. that's cool, but like, but I find I find that with love, you'll get security. security. Come. It'll come, baby. It will come. It'll come in a safe space. That you are when you find somebody who loves you and who sees you, that's a safe space. Yeah, you've that, created a safe space together. And I think people be trying to shortcut love too. Like just what get some, like just trying to shortcut it with these the checklist. Kind of like they don't want to build a love. They want them like they want it already secured and everything. They want the house furnished. Basically, I, you know what I'm saying. They want the house furnished when they go in there. But love has to be built. Yeah, agree. Uh, I think too. Sometimes we look for the love that looks good on paper. Yeah, like you know he got this. We got he got. What movie were we watching? God, I cannot remember. We was watching a movie and it was like, you know, he had this and and I had this. Like we that the idea of them looked so good together, but like it just it wasn't it, there. It wasn't there. Like the chemistry, like the connection yeah. it has to be there. Um Yeah, and that's just like people not being superficial. A superficial, superficial love ain't gonna get you nowhere really. Yeah. Like sure. external loves really ain't gonna get you. And external loves can be a physical person, like mm-hmm. searching for um the finest. Or the baddest, like, that ain't going to find you love at all times. You know what I mean? But definitely cuff something bad, though. You definitely should. I definitely did. You did, and I did, too. You know what I'm saying? Cuff something bad. I ain't saying don't do that. I'm just saying don't let that be the sole basis. because that'll fuck you up. Yeah. It reminded me of the movie Just Right. Remember I loved that movie you with Common and Queen Latifah? movie. Yeah, so, like, that just reminded me of that because... He had Paula Patton. It was, like, the quote-unquote bad movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But... After he had, you know, been with Queen Latifah and I forgot her character name, but he realized like, damn, they, that wasn't really like that wasn't love. Really well, like, I she it wasn't interested in me. She obviously just want me for like, you know, what I have. Yeah. She don't love me. And I think she looked good on paper. Exactly. And I think if you end up in a relationship where, you know, the idea of y'all like just sounding good or it look good, you will find yourself unfulfilled in that relationship. So Love always wins. Like Yeah, love gonna win regardless. How long it takes, love will let you know. For sure. 
so yeah, um, just rounding all this out, like love is a beautiful thing, but I also want to fair warn you that like, like we spoke about last episode, if y'all listen to that, love and happiness Happy. mm-hmm. have dark sides to them. What, what we are willing to do for love can get extremely ugly at times. What you want to do? Yes. What song is that? Too far love. Tupac, yes. But it's, it's it's not, but go ahead. Oh, you're talking about Bobby Caldwell, but Pac sampled that in his yeah. shit though. So we both was right. Don't do me. <laughs> I fuck with rest in peace, Bobby though. It's actually Sanai. I don't know how to pronounce her name. Sanai. Oh, he sampled Bobby sampled it? Well, no, she sampled it from him. Like my day and age. That's who I hear singing. Oh, okay. But re- rest in peace to Bobby Caldwell. Yes, yes, rest in peace to him. But back to the, the what I was saying. Um, love can be dangerous. Happiness can be dangerous. What we do for those things um, ultimately can damage us and damage other people. When you got somebody so high on a pedestal and you're willing to do so much for them, you're not noticing that they like cutting you and damaging you this entire time. Like, because the love is so strong for them, you're willing to break yourself just to see them happy. Yeah, love love can get very dangerous. So be careful with the and that's why I, I like to say some loves need to have some type of condition to it so you don't end up, like, hurting yourself so bad that because you're trying to love this person so much and they just don't have any love in them for themselves to be even giving other people. I think too often sometimes, especially in relationships, love can be mistaken for other things. Yeah. We think... I mean, I guess it's... we can. Sometimes I think we can... Lo- How am I trying to say this? I think when we come to a space where love got us doing crazy ass shit, hurting people, stepping on people, it's because we ultimately want that love. We're giving that love to somebody else. You want to receive it back. Because we want it back so badly. And that's where self-love goes back. into. And I know we talk about self-love so much and it's easier said than done in a sense. But you really got to dig deep and find that love in yourself so you won't be out here looking crazy as fuck. Yes, guys. People will. There are some people out here like that will drive you through a wall, see you going through a wall for them, and it won't phase them any. Yeah. So it's like, be careful with who you choose to, like, let in your gates. You know what I mean? Because, like, once they in, I, I always I always feel like once you in, like, somebody in your gates of love, they usually stay there forever. Regardless if the relationship falls off, y'all don't be together no more, whatever it might be. Usually when you love somebody, it's, it's for life. Yeah. You know what I mean? So... Watch who you put inside your gates. Yeah, although that love may take different shapes and forms at certain, you know, like like you yeah, said, yeah, the relationship ends. It may look different, but ultimately, like, you'll always have love for this person, yeah, you know? Yeah. And that's platonic, but not like, it's just, platonic just how romantic, it works. Yeah, however. Remember that love has dark sides. We've seen people throughout history do things, crazy things for love. Love has been in the room for a lot of crazy shit we've seen in life yeah you know what i mean it it i just i want to reiterate that a ridiculous amount of bad things in history have happened and we not known that like love is in the room yeah love is such a complex thing and although we're talking about it i wouldn't dare sit here and say that i'll have all that shit figured out no because i don't but it's super complex and every day i'm trying to understand it 
you know, understanding within myself, understanding with how I show it to the people I love and to myself. But yeah, it's complex and it's crazy for sure. It is. So with that being said, remember to always love yourself, even if you haven't, you know, made it to that space yet. Just keep trying and trying and just keep showing up for yourself and figuring out different ways that you need to be loved and ultimately show that love to yourself and you you know, can give that love to those around you. Yes, uh, kiss your broken lines. You, you and your faults are beautiful. Yes, but we love y'all. We appreciate y'all for being here with us today. Sending you so much love, so much peace, so much abundance, and everything you need in this moment. You gonna say peace? Peace. You usually say bye. Oh, I do say bye. Peace. Mwah.